Issue number 16 of the Infinite Backlog, a chronological tour of the best and most noteworthy Marvel comics. I'm the vociferous Andy, and with me are my co-hosts, Shane, the grotesque non-entity. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I wrote that one down. (laughs) And the Lazonic Rory. Ooh, and I get a nice good one. (laughs) Yeah, you always bitch about getting bad ones. (laughs) Fucking shade. (laughs) And just so the readers know, Andy was... Just bragging recently about how great his coming in, how great his adjectives were going to be. Well, coming okay, in hot, grotesque non-entity is hysterical. It is it's amazing. Pretty funny. I mean, it's not really an adjective; it's a noun phrase, but it's still, it's accurate. It's fine. Yeah, <laughs> Shane is a grotesque non-entity. Uh, that's false. You're a good friend and a, and a total entity. You're such an entity. <laughs> Just, you're an entity. You're an entity and a seven. <laughs> you're a solid seven entity oh man you know all the <laughs> you know all the all the like b science movies that are like you know the amazon babes from jupiter it's <laughs> like the not the non-entity from from venus who was kind of a seven <laughs> <laughs> Today's comics follow Silver Surfer and Captain Marvel, and they take us from April through August 1969. And during this time, about a million different things happen. So sorry, it's not the normal list of three, because the Stonewall riots occur in New York City, and they kick off the gay liberation movement. America begins its first withdrawal of troops from Vietnam. The first HIV patient in America dies, although they had no idea why at the time. Woodstock happened. The Manson family, like, does a bajillion stabby murders, and man fucking lands on the moon. So, it's pretty eventful, like, four months. <laughs> that was their 2020. This was crazy. It was a crazy few months. Neil Armstrong Tumult. is famously upset that he can't wear his flippers and water wings on the and moon. And now it happened. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, it's, man, who knew 1969 was so intense? Me, but that's because I took good history classes. Ooh, dunk on bad schools. <laughs> Take that public school. <laughs> <laughs> What's our podcast about? Uh, it's about <laughs> history and how they uh, don't how care largely about, about comics. Mm, <laughs> about it. how largely the march of history is not swayed one way or another by Stan Lee <laughs> and his funny little books. <laughs> Uh, but the the opposite is true. I think we see we see some of that coming in steadily uh, over the last couple of weeks. Hey, Andy, is it too late yeah. to rename the podcast? Because you you just said <laughs> <laughs> you just said funny little books. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of into that. <laughs> welcome to welcome to issue number sixteen of Stan's Funny Books, a chronological tour of just the funniest little books in that guy's bookcase. <laughs> Did you know books wiggle? (laughs) (laughs) Books don't wiggle, Stan. (laughs) Stan? Stan, stop those books. Oh god. But no, man man landed on the moon and uh in this issue uh, one of the issues of Captain Marvel or maybe a couple of them or several of them were talking about like a moon rocket. Uh, there's a rocket for the moon. Yeah. So, you know, I'm not, I'm not saying it's, it, it's not like some sort of crazy new take that like stuff from the era is going to reference stuff from the era, but it, it's, I don't know. I, I, I always find it kind of fun. Also, I want to say with that. So there were these hippie protesters on the, uh, at the, at the rocket launch. Uh-huh. Uh, and, and I know the context of the sign that was being held up was like, don't, <laughs> Don't shoot a rocket. But yeah. given that they were hippies protesting, <laughs> there was a sign that said, save the rockets. <laughs> I love the idea that, like, 
<laughs> they just want to protect rock <laughs> some sort of pita for rockets yeah rocket pita rita <laughs> rita oh it's rita <laughs> <laughs> hey uh we we should let's let's start there let's start with captain marvel we read what four issues of captain marvel this week and yeah, we i feel like this title is coming apart at the seams <laughs> <laughs> the first three were obviously poop garbage but the the final one i was like i was so into it and i was mad it ended yeah it was cool yeah, I mean, I'm sure that's going to continue on in the in next week when we when we continue with this. Um, oh, I, I good. Think there's only. <laughs> tell me more how you feel. Let's see. We're only reading. So so interestingly, there are only two more issues. Uh, oh no, three more issues. Sixteen, seventeen, and eighteen before Captain Marvel takes like a weird hiatus for a little while and comes back in 1970. It's like they take a few months off of not doing Captain Marvel. So mm. presumably that's this next storyline will be in the next three issues. But um, I think that there's plenty plenty of interesting things that happened in the first few because we got to talk about. <laughs> What is it? The, 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 word, the, the first perfect living plastoid? <laughs> the the, the, the gay-coated Ken doll named the Manslayer? <laughs> oh, God. I, this, is, this is so strange. This, like, big, big red demon robot man who is being controlled by the puppet master from, like, the Caribbean. He's like sitting in a control room in the Caribbean controlling this this robot. Okay, that and is the puppet master. Yes, that's the puppet master. Okay. I think. I mean, I think they're the same person. Like le- like the next issue then we see him controlling Iron Man. Uh but yeah, no, it's it, a, we were with the Manslayer for 3 issues or I guess yeah, 3 yeah, and but just two and change to be fair and then Iron Man. Yeah, and what, during that whole Iron Man issue where they're having like arguments with Iron Man and fighting Iron Man, like from from time to time, you just see the deactivated Manslayer just standing in a corner in the back of a frame. Yeah, just this fucking <laughs> sex doll who's just waiting to be turned back on again. <laughs> Turn me on, I dare you. Turn me on. <laughs> hey, Iron Man. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, slay. <laughs> Do you want to feel my plastic? <laughs> oh my god. Uh yeah, nothing nothing really is happening uh I guess that's of import in these first 3. We do we do essentially see his uh Dr. Walter Lawson alter ego get ruined. Uh, you mean he, the the Lawson the Lawson per, you know persona is mm-hmm. yeah to be yeah Doctor Walson's alter ego is Captain Marvel right yes 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 so uh, yes that that is no longer really because in the while he's dressed up as Larson or Lawson he is uh, he has to like teleport he has to use his new Zo powers and teleport and the whole army base sees him do it and they're like <laughs> ah, I knew there was something weird about that guy <laughs> I knew he was spooky <laughs> yeah and uh, and so that that happens uh, there's a bit of Yon Rog business uh, Yon Rog claims he can bring Una back to life which that's a little weird. Yeah, I think <laughs> get... I think I think that might happen. I think I think yeah. It, just in the sense that like Una is the first for real dead character we've seen happen, right? Like that's not somebody's backstory. Right. Yeah. Mhm. So I could see them I could see them bringing her back. Mhm. I I mean I'd be interested in it, though I don't I don't love the fact that we'd probably just be bringing her back to it to do a love triangle again. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. And and just to do a Simpsons reset. Uh-huh. <clears throat> yeah, because right now we kind of have this budding thing with Carol and, and Marvell has uh, started admitting he has feelings for Carol Danvers. Um, and it's, you know, I, I don't I don't dis. I mean, obviously, I love Carol and what happens to her later. But like, I don't I don't love her place in this comic right now. No, um, I mean, in, in, there's not a lot. Of, I mean, you know, the women get the brunt of bad uh, character development, but it's not mm-hmm. like it's just 
in fairness to them, it's not like there's a lot of three-dimensional interesting dudes running around either. Right. Right. But, I mean, you know, <laughs> the Manslayer does have a nice butt. <laughs> the Manslayer is three-dimensional. Yeah. You know what I mean, bro. <laughs> well... Actually, okay, so I, I take it back a little bit. Carol does have an, a, a moment that maybe I'm giving the title a little too much rope. Maybe I'm giving the 60s a little too much rope. But there's a part maybe where I'm she's... giving the manslayer some rope. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, uh, bro. These bros who are just infatuated with the manslayer. <laughs> yeah, you want to come and play basketball, basketball with this manslayer? Oh, come on. He's fucking... We got a butt. Um, no, Carol, uh, Carol has this moment. She's, she's trapped by the manslayer and, <laughs> uh, <laughs> and Captain Marvel's got his gun out. He's got his lasonic, just whatever disintegrator, uh, and he's going to shoot him. And Carol, we see her in internal monologue for like one panel. And it's actually really neat because she's like, she's basically like, I am terrified. This is horrible. I'm super scared, but I can't let Mar Captain Marvel know it because if I risk letting my feelings interfere with this moment, then maybe he won't stop the Manslayer, which is way more important than what I feel right now. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of new. It's kind of interesting to me in this in this context because it's like really close to a, you know, women and their feelings thing that they've been doing. But it also definitely shows that she has like awareness and savvy of this situation and what's important. And, you know, that's a little underpinned, again, by her sort of like military context and that sort of thing. But I, I did I did, you know, if you put Sue Storm in this moment, she's going to cry out and freak out. Right. Yeah. It's yeah. like a, it's like a, I, I'm not an idiot. I recognize I'm clearly a damsel in distress, but like, <laughs> let's not play it up. <laughs> yeah. 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 So I don't know. I, again, I feel like I'm giving a little too much rope somewhere, but it did seem like a shift to me and I liked it. And already this, this you know, Captain Marvel's already been nice because Una is pretty, she, before she died, she was very competent and, uh, you know, respected up there on the ship. And so, uh, so yeah, I, 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 I like the direction. Yeah. And um, by the end of this third issue, I don't think it's, I think it's at the end of the third issue. It might be the very start of the fourth one. Uh, Zoe has had enough. Uh, <laughs> Zoe has had it with Marvel just doing whatever he wants. They made a deal. And it's time I to gave make you good. all these powers. Yeah. I gave you powers. <laughs> they were explicitly to go fight Yon Rog. What are you I, doing? I literally said you had to fight Yon Rog, and like you haven't. <laughs> You've so just now been playing to... around with the Manslayer for three weeks. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> So now I have to show up here and speak in these godly rainbows for a full page spread. Oh, God. It's so weird. It looks like he gets an email from God. <laughs> That's like how it's drawn. <laughs> it's really funny. Um, I guess we'll probably post it somewhere. It's yes. Because it's it's not a speech bubble or like disambiguated text. It's, it's like a letter. He gets a letter yeah. surrounded by rainbows. <laughs> Do you remember? Do you and remember like early like early email? Yeah. Do you remember early email when like you you use like an old version of an email client and you could like have themes and like oh a parchment background themes, to email. Yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> hey, I still have some suppliers at my place of business that use parchment background email. <laughs> <gasps> oh no! Yep. That's terrible. Oh, yes, That's so bad. That's so bad. Ugh. Uh. I want to talk about I want to talk about my the most important thing that happens all week. Doesn't matter. Nothing else is nothing else matters compared to this. It is about nothing else matters. <laughs> What's happening? <laughs> it's like a very it's a famous Metallica song. And yeah. I just love I love how you don't get even the very most basic rock and roll references. <laughs> Rory? Rory. <laughs> Rory, how dare you pretend that I don't know who Metallica is? I spent my childhood in a hobby store. I know Metallica. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. And, and System of a Down and Eminem. I know those three things. Those I know are my three, three things. things. <laughs> no, I want to talk about the Puppet Master because 
the best thing that happens all week for us right now is that <laughs> Puppet Master has controlled Iron Man by just making an Iron Man voodoo doll, basically. <laughs> and when Iron Man has a literal heart attack, he can't tell what's happened. And he's like, why are my puppets working anymore? My Iron Man puppet doesn't make him do anything. Why isn't he standing up? Meanwhile, Tony is like, I'm having a literal heart attack. Oh, my God. And he has the biggest tantrum. And these are the events that occur. He's mad about Iron Man. He grabs his Iron Man doll. He chucks his Iron Man doll at his evil computer console. It explodes and his whole secret lair crumbles in upon himself. And I think maybe he dies in his own tantrum. It's it has nothing to do with the rest of the action. Our heroes never find out about the puppet master or even see him. He just kills himself on accident. And it's one of the funniest things I've ever seen in one of these comics. It's pretty nuts. <laughs> and it's like two pages before Zoe speaks I mean, in Rainbow I'm, Email. It, it, <laughs> <laughs> Sir, you've got a rainbow email from Literal God? <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean, I think I think it's almost undeniable that the puppet master is going to show up with no kind of explanation as to why he's not dead. But yeah, 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 it yeah, does yeah. it does very heavily signal this dude blew himself up in a in a in a voodoo tantrum. <laughs> so dumb. I would like to. I, I know tantrum. we can't we can't come up with a new thing. We already have the wall of shame and the wall of shame. Uh, I don't I don't need a new wall, but I would like to somewhere enshrine Captain Marvel 14 as the first hilariously dumb issue we've read. Like mm-hmm. something about this is like is so funny. To oh, me. that re- that reminds me. We've been talking about these out of order a little bit. Uh, mm-hmm. Issue 12 of Captain yeah. Marvel is for sure on the wall of shame. So don't read it. Yeah, it's real garbage. Yeah, so what happens? Talk to me about why you guys liked Captain Marvel 15 so much. I mean, I, I think part of it was just the hard break from the formula. Mm. Um, but it was, I mean, like they were, space was drawn beautifully and vibrant, not vast and empty. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, the, the plot of 15 was objectively as trash as anything mm. else. Yeah, uh, I found myself point. completely confused for the entire back half about what was even going on. Uh, the artistry was really engaging, and mm-hmm. I think I'd have to look back, but there's only one nine-panel page. Actually, it's a twelve-panel page, but it's right. you know the layout. The, the layout. Page, right? uh, oh, well, there's no. a couple twelve-panel pages. The- uh, okay, and but it, it's a really expressive uh, kind of. Uh, inner monologue with in with Captain Marvel, and I liked it a lot. Yeah, yeah the whole there's... the whole issue is kind of like that, where it's the it's it's crafted in a way where each page is different. There, mm-hmm. like, no two pages next to each other are the same thing or the same design or whatever, and it it's like it's not a breeze. You don't get uh... caught up just kind of like you know scrolling with your eyes for the, through the dialogue. You have to yeah. stop and look at each page. Yeah, so I guess I guess big shout outs to Tom Sutton then for this issue. Yeah. Uh cuz that's really awesome. And and honestly, Captain Marvel, it feels like the I can't tell if they're doing it because it's fun or if they're doing it because nobody wants it, but like it feels like every issue or two there's a new writer and a new artist on this on this series. And uh maybe I, that's I, why I, they took the hiatus. Maybe no one wants to work on this on the series. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe they didn't feel like they understood it. I I mean I know a couple things. I won't say it for spoiler reasons, but they do take a massive shift in the structure of the story uh, soon. Do you want a hint? <laughs> Sorry, I can't go in. <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah, I, I really, I, I mean, I agree with you. There's, there's some really cool visual stuff. A lot of big, like Zoe. Zoe basically spends all of Captain Marvel 15. Uh, well, Marvel basically starts it being like. Mm, I don't know if you're that powerful. And Zoe's like, oh, yeah, look at all these full page spreads of weird shit that I'm going to yeah, send I guess that's you what I'm gonna say. It's like, Not only do they use the nine panel, the nine panel layout, even if it's sometimes 12, uh, very sparingly, there's a shitload of one panel pages. Yeah. And they're very cool. Yeah. They're they're really well done. So, yeah, I mean, you know, if you're if you're one of those people that is definitely more interested in the art than the story and probably you should be here in the 60s. Uh, Captain Marvel 15, big, big ups, big ups. Yeah. 
what about our surfer? What about our silverest boy, our silverest lad? <laughs> we we had two of the long ones, the the two of the big long quarterly issues this week, and we need to talk about the very first page of the first issue of Silver Surfer. Really quickly, remind <laughs> me that one. I read I read the first Silver Surfer earlier in the week. Which one was that? It is it is the page where we're having another bathroom moment with. Um, <laughs> oh yeah, the Fantastic Four. We start in the we start with Reed Richards. We and... started the Fantastic Four, and Reed Richards has a has, he's shaving right, but that that means he has a bubble beard. Yeah, he's he's got and, a Santa a Santa beard made of bubbles, and then also the Why thing is in the shower. Be fun, can't shaving be a little fun? <laughs> but and the then, thing is in the shower, covered in bubbles, peeking out over the curtain, being like, "Whoa, what's going on?" <laughs> and I love that they tandem bathroom. Like these guys are rich as shit, and they all they share bathrooms. What yeah. we, oh now, God! When we saw so Ben and Johnny Storm was fun. Yeah, we, when they. But it was it was unprecedented and a little bit kind of like it was fun because it was kind of shocking. Like what? I mean, mm-hmm. I, uh, since Ben and Reed are college roommates, I kind of like their sort of yeah lack of, their lack of personal space with each other. I feel that I hadn't even thought about that. You're right. You're totally right. And honestly, <laughs> this actually kind of reminded me of something that we watched on our uh, our our sister podcast Saturday Morning Tuesdays last year, where we watched. Uh, Hulk Hogan's rock and wrestling, and there's a scene where all of Hulk Hogan and his wrestler friends are brushing their teeth in the same bathroom. <laughs> and it kind of gives you the same vibes. He's just like full-grown adult men sharing bathroom time. And it's well, so I think good. that's the funnest thing is that like <laughs> nobody's dropping a deuce. Like it's not yeah. it's not an obvious like over overstepping of boundaries. It's just Guys having fun in the bathroom together. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and I do love it. We should have uh, more of that. Yeah, we should. Hey, when the quarantine's over, do you guys want to share a bathroom? <laughs> Probably not. Nothing gross, Shane. Just like brushing our teeth and stuff. <laughs> no, it doesn't matter. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I have healthy boundaries, and I expect you to respect them. Yeah. <laughs> they just end right around me in the bathroom. They shrink in the bathroom. <laughs> They expand in the bathroom, so it includes the entirety of the bathroom. Mm, mm, mm. It's like sure, sure, Sue Storm's yeah. Invisible Force Field, but right. it's a, it's my bathroom force field. But it's in my bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> it's only my bathroom. Uh, we are I, the the saddest thing happens right now, which is that we're introduced to a dope new character who dies at the end of this issue, and it makes me very upset because I would 100% read a comic. I would read a comic of Silver Surfer and Al Harper forever. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I wish... It's really too bad they introduced him and kill him in one. For a lot of reasons. For for one, you're totally right. Like, this is a fully interesting character right out the gate. Um, He likes rocks. (laughs) But it's also also awkward as shit introducing him. Silver Surfer falls out of the sky and he just happens to be there and he happens to also be a rocket scientist on par with Reed Richards or just about uh-huh. it's it's it makes their meat a lot less character rich because they're jamming a lot of unbelievable plot shit in there. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't really stand in my way of enjoying it, though. No, for the rest of it, it's great. It's and it's yeah. a long issue. So at the very least, we get to kind of, you know, live in it for a minute. Yeah. You get to make up for it a little bit. Yeah. Uh, if we haven't mentioned it yet. It is relevant that Al Harper is black. He's a black man. And he is, he's funny. Like, one of the first things we, like, when he talks about finding Silver Surfer, he's collecting rocks. And I think we see him, like, like (laughs) a little, he's like, yeah, my my hobby is collecting rocks. And I think we see a little text box or a little word bubble where he's like, no, here's a good one. (laughs) I like this one. (laughs) Oh, nice rock. (laughs) He's a dweeb. He's a real dweeb. He's so fun. (laughs) Uh, But. And I'm going to jump ahead ahead a little bit because I want to make a I want to make a point real fast, which is that later on in the issue, when they're trying to find some money because they need to fund a, a cool device that Al wants to build, um, Silver Surfer meets this homeless man who's sort of like down on his luck, lost a bunch of money, got cheated in gambling, and had a tough life, et cetera, et cetera. And I think it speaks a lot to why people liked Silver Surfer at this time, uh, especially like college age people. And why he why these issues are so interesting to me that the 
the sort of outsiderness of Silver Surfer means that the only people he's like having meaningful connections with this whole issue are a black man and a homeless man. And yeah, that's just fucking yeah. dope. Mm-hmm. Like, that's really cool. And mm-hmm. I know it's sort of on the nose most of the time, but like, I don't know, something like like it kind of hit me in like an emotional way at a certain point in this in this issue where I was like, man, this is this is like really getting to something. And I I liked it. I liked it a lot. I don't know what else to say about that, but I really thought it was cool. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I think I've said the same before, although the, this issue really sort of highlights it. The uh, the narrative of Silver Surfer issues when it comes to uh, how Surfer interacts with the Marvel Universe is hit or miss. But like mm-hmm. what makes it an engaging comic is in its bones. Yeah, uh, it's well written and it has a real point of view that not every and I think Mar- Marvel also does as well as as one of the newer in the newer installations in the in the Marvel universe so far mm-hmm. it is it enters with a point of view um, yeah. because the mm-hmm. the earliest ones are various iterations of different power fantasies and yeah. and neither Marvel I mean Marvel is a is a you know a veteran torn between uh, morality and and duty and yeah. and surfer is also grappling with morality and kind of the meaning of man and all that shit it's they're they're a lot more heavy duty yeah surfer kind of has a more religious bent to it in a way sure. where it's like how do i stay graceful and to forgiving be good, in the to face of evil to be good is the most yeah is the yeah. most mm-hmm. important thing you sure and and I think there's you know there's a lot of meat there there's a there's a juicy bone to chaw, uh, and 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 I love that they're doing it. It would be hard not we haven't because I guess for for any number of reasons, but as a reader, it would be hard to not not notice the the uh, the Jesus parallels between Silver Surfer and the man J the man yeah. J C himself, <laughs> Big J. <laughs> and BJ, BJC, <laughs> BJC. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, the the content of the issue is is whatever. There's some there's some funny stuff. Uh, there's a there's a great moment where Silver Surfer is given clothes by Al Harper. <laughs> Master has given Dobby clothes, and uh, and he's like, wait a minute. When I wear clothes, no one stares at me. Like kind of well, like, yeah. why didn't I try this before? <laughs> well, you know what's funny? He kind of did try disguise before, I think, and he just sort of failed miserably at dressing himself. <laughs> yeah. If I'm remembering correctly, I think he's tried to disguise once before after he was chastised for being a a, a bright a you know a bright white man in underpants. Yeah, you might be right. <laughs> It's just, it's fun to see him on his board, but wearing pants and in like a trench coat. It was so funny. The dis- <laughs> him in his disguise and then just like, now onto my silver surfboard <laughs> is so tone deaf and visually and, and visually hilarious that I, I couldn't yeah. help but just revel in that moment. <laughs> Al Harper gets to ride on the board too. Which yeah, I think he does. Is yeah, he does. Maybe, maybe noteworthy. I think it's the only, it's like the first human that he's had on his board. Uh, and it's like, it's this really cool, really cool black scientist who just kind of sits off the edge like a, <laughs> well, like a little boy. He, like he's either hanging up. Yeah. It's got, it's got the same vibe as like a real surfer, just like trying to impress chicks by like, <laughs> yeah, come on my red. board, babe. Come chill on my board with me, babe. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, God. Uh, there's a, there's a villain that we have in that issue. It's the stranger. Uh, oh, oh! Let's talk about Papa Stranger for a second. <laughs> I thought you might have feelings here. What? I listen. <laughs> like eighty-five percent of my job on the podcast is to is make thirst. sure that all of our readers know where to aim where their the thirst. <laughs> they didn't know that where to aim their thirst cannons. Okay. <laughs> like. <laughs> <laughs> What is this guy's name? The Stranger. Yeah, and he's like an X Men villain, right? Like he's like a X Men. He's, he's shown up in the context. Yeah, yeah. That's how they they, they say they introduce they, they they flash it back through. He meets Magneto and mm-hmm. the Brotherhood of Evil. The Brotherhood of Evil mutants. Um, he's he's like a weird kind of 
like he reminds me of Zeus a little bit, right? He's kind of got like a Zeus vibe. Yeah, like even a flashy does, Zeus. Yeah, like a flashy Zeus. Um, <laughs> like a gay Zeus. <laughs> he's, yeah, he's like he, he's like a he's like a fruit. He's like a fruit Zeus. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's a he's a he's a tangy fruit Zeus. Um, <laughs> I don't know. He's just a, a a handsome older gentleman who has his has his thighs hanging all over the place. He's got them fruity Zeus show, thighs. Show me where you hang them thighs. Uh, I I guess he's kind of he seems vaguely celestial, elemental, not elemental. Uh, eternal like it's hard to tell exactly like yeah power ranking wise like he he could easily be tall. an ego the living planet type yeah. um but he's trying to kill all humans and surfers like no don't do that <laughs> he, well he's 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 doing that thing where he's he's trying to kill all humans because he thinks he's on like a um like a like a quest to end hatred in the galaxy or whatever right and and he's like, he's like, oh, humans are humans are bad, and they're not, they're naughty, and they're mean to each other. And then he sees, you know, one homeless person get helped, and he's like, oh, the whole race is saved. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But meanwhile, he's like planted a bomb, and this is where Al dies. Al, uh, Al uses a. It's actually an interesting scene. Al, Al has like a, a chest mounted like Geiger counter type machine to go find this bomb, and there's a huge mob like. That's like already riled up and freaked out by things. And they see a black man with a device on his chest and they freak the fuck out. Mm -hmm. And I don't know, there's something pretty upsetting and real about that. And he uh, he has to like run from this crowd of angry people. It it has a very different energy than the incidental racism of the wall of shame uh, issues. Yeah, it's trying to make a point and it's fairly successful. Mm hmm. And when he does find the bomb, it's booby trapped with horrible gas. And to deactivate it, he has to basically sacrifice his life. And it's very sad. I find it, it's very sad because, again, I would I would love more Al Harper. I when as soon as that issue was over, over, I looked him up on Marvel to be like, surely they resurrect him. And no, they've they've never brought Al Harper back. And that's so sad to me. It kind of makes um, it nice, though. Like his death yeah. is is meaningful, meaningful. and. um the character got a great issue. What else? He like, did. Yeah. He never lived to see a bad issue. Yeah. So, <laughs> uh, and Silver Surfer made it like a, like an eternal flame, like a, like a never, an undying pyre on top of uh, where he buried him. And so that's, I also thought that was really cool, you know? Yeah. So let's talk about Frankenstein. <laughs> <laughs> Frankenstein one. The what hard shift from. <laughs> The hard shift from yeah, really after cool this really incredible episode is uh, or issue is uh, the son of Frankenstein trying to do spooky stuff with his weird Igor knockoff that he endlessly belittles. Oh his Igor Borgo, his Borgo? name is Borgo. Borgo. Yeah, That's Borgo. right. I know he only says it once, and I tried to I tried to commit it to memory, and I couldn't. Yeah. <laughs> oh God. Do you think it's Igor's kid too? It's gotta be. I'm Igor, and I will name you Borgo. <laughs> son of Igor. Yeah, Borgo, Borgo, son of Igor. Son of, Igor. Son of Moog. <laughs> um, I watched that show. Wait, I would totally watch that show. <laughs> yeah, this this is dumb. This issue's dumb. Everything about it is stupid, but I still enjoyed it somehow. Uh it's it's a plot I mean, we've it, done it, before. It, it, yes, it, it's more or less a carbon copy of when he goes to Doom with, uh, but there is something just so fun about a cartoonishly evil person. And already that it gets we get some he gets some good lines, he gets some uh-huh. good cracks in there, especially at Bogar's expense, uh, and some really fun panels of him in cartoonishly evil positioning. Um, mm-hmm. But Silver Surfer just not getting it. Just not like. <laughs> he just doesn't. Just this. Wait a minute. <laughs> I'm sorry. I have to interrupt for a second. I think I think you call. So I know there's That's no shade. I'm, there's no. There's, laughing too. <laughs> yeah, there, there's no shade here because, again, it was mentioned one time. But his name's Borgo and you called him Bogor. And the idea that Igor went to the Naruto school of naming your own kid. <laughs> I'm Igor. I will name you Bogo. <laughs> Shit, I'm so glad you were there with me. 
It's my son Boruto. Uh, oh my god! The, the whole show is like the way. The whole show is like that, though. Yeah, it really all is. their all their kids are named the same as them. <sighs> oh my god! Yeah, it's uh, that that Doom issue you reference. It's funny because this issue references that Doom issue too, where yeah. Silver Surfer's like. Huh, you know, this happened. I've been I don't trust him before. I've been tricked by a castle man before. I don't, <laughs> I've learned not to trust men in castles. There's such a funny full page spread of him <sighs> in, in such a villainous, like, throne hunch that he's kind of shrimp shaped. <laughs> Yo, oh my God. That might be the I- image for this week because <laughs> he's it's like down great. below the table. He's at a table. <laughs> And he's, he's got hunched the, a the evilest hunch. <laughs> <laughs> I literally think I'm like, is it the one where Borgo has like the the yellow ray in front of his face? Hold on, we're, we're gonna pause the podcast so I can find it and laugh at it. I need to. I need <laughs> no, to I don't see think so. Again. Unless I'm mistaken, I thought it was a full page, but it, it could have been a half page. It, it was definitely a full page width. Um, Bo- Beauregard. Hold on, I'm gonna pull it up. This is this is this is too important for me to see again to, to, to act like that this is the show, right? I mean, like this can't be the show until I see it again. Um, there it is. Oh my god, I'm gonna send this picture to you, Shane, so that you can. Uh, is it page 14? 13. Numbered page 13 in the corner. Uh, yep. It is yep. page 14. Yes. Yep. Yes. Yep. We're talking yes. about the same one. We're talking about the same one. Yes. <laughs> Oh God, his, and his fingers are, are doing weird ass shit under his chin. His body looks uncommonly huge compared oh to his God, head. It's so it, good. It, it's the it's the best. It's so incredible. Oh, I, I forgot to mention at the start of this very issue, uh, this very issue. No, we just just because it's out of order. Um, the the issue opens on Silver Surfer like. Just lithely moping on an asteroid near Earth. <laughs> he always does that. You but can this almost hear him like, oh. Usually he's like on his board or something. And this time he like found an asteroid to cry on. <laughs> I don't know. I thought it was extra funny. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, it's extra good when later, of course, the son of Frankenstein, uh, he's betrayed him. And so he's, he's told Silver Surfer that he's going to like... He's got like this thing that's going to drive all the evil out of humans. And so he gets Surfer in a tube. And while Surfer's in the tube, like he puts two and two together and he's like, oh, no, <laughs> I've the been betrayed. <laughs> <laughs> My betrayal senses are tingling. Oh, no. Oh, fuck. <laughs> it's just so stupid. Uh, but his his plot is to create an evil copy of Silver Surfer, which he does. But it's not really a problem. Surfer takes care of it. The real the real it's drama just, at the end. It's so funny. Like he's <laughs> he's he's so endlessly good. But it would be like if the Bible, instead of all the good things Jesus did, was just about all the times people tricked him into doing him favors. <laughs> it's so funny. The many trickings of Jesus. No, Jesus, I've only got wine. <laughs> the other way around, you know, reverse it. <laughs> oh, if, only yeah. I had, if only I had wine right now, Jesus, gee whiz. <laughs> At the end of this issue... Borgo. Sorry, I'm just gonna call him Bogor now. His name Bogor. is Bogor. Beauregard. Bogor the Bogor of the Hidden Leaf Village. Uh, <laughs> Bogor finally gets a spine and uh and knocks the son of Frankenstein out a window and they both plummet to their death. Yeah, full blows kills him. Yeah. And you know. That's one way to deal with it. <laughs> it's, a, it's like a couple. It is now like a couple issues at least this week that we've read that have the the main villain just be taken out incidentally and have and the hero has probably <laughs> doesn't even know about it. They're probably just like, oh, well, I well, guess the problem's gone. Well, Bogor uh, <laughs> was the one who needed uh, some kind of, you know. Come up and send redemption. It doesn't really matter yeah. if Silver Surfer defeats him. It's kill, killing him or otherwise. It's like Bogor was the one who definitely needed like a chance to to you know 
get uh, get get even for all the mean shit that was said at his expense throughout yeah. an entire long issue. Sixty yes. pages of sixty pages of nonstop bogor roasts. Mmm, <laughs> 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 roast bogor. <clears throat> He has a pretty good. He has a pretty good line as he's dying on the ground too. Yeah, what is yeah. it? Yeah, he well he he just says, "Master, what good is the world at the price of your soul?" And then he dies. Hmm. Yeah, that's a nice little. It's just a nice <laughs> a little good, like bow on top for Bogor. You know, bo, it's bows not on, it. Bow, it's, bows on for Bogor. It's not quite as good of a dying line as <laughs> paper is tree bones. <laughs> <laughs> Just as just as a final little button here, did anybody read either of the Tales of the Watcher segments? I haven't uh, been. I scrolled uh, through both of I, them. Yeah, I kind of I kind of glance at them because the last I find few them weeks of them being absolute stinkers. Well, if you're finding them interesting, great, and I, and I can start reading them again. Oh um, no, they're they're not that interesting. They're pass passively interesting. Yeah, that's sort of my impression as well. They're kind of they're kind of stinkers. What for, so for the fact that they're like a short story and they're <clears throat> printed, they're mm-hmm. just not. They're really not have. I would have. I would rather like a full watcher thing, because mm-hmm. um, as a as you know, five to ten pages at the end of the at the end of Silver Surfer, they are always kind of lacking. Well, and I, as I think we we mentioned before, these are reprints of old stories that have been given a shiny new watcher framing. Oh, device. I had, I had forgotten that. I didn't re, I didn't remember that they were reprints. Well, they're they're kind of reprints. They're kind of redos, right? I mean, they ha- mm. I think they have largely new art, but they're basically exact same stories lifted from some of their older anthology titles. Um, okay, okay. And then the Watchers just looking at them now, which doesn't really <laughs> add much. Uh, I thought the first one this time was kind of upsetting. I liked it a lot. Uh, is this <laughs> like the dude the trapped prisoner. in prison? Yeah, yeah. yeah he's like uh, he's a criminal, but he. He's like, oh, man, I got to go get tried on, I don't know, is it like Pluto or, or I don't know, some, maybe Neptune or something. He's like, I got to get tried by Neptune. They're super, they're super soft on crime and criminals. Their, their jail system is, is easy. I can coast through that. And like at every turn, it's like more and more horrible. He's like, wait a minute. No. And they're like, yeah, you're going, you're going to jail for life. And he's like, oh, fuck. And he gets into jail and it sucks. And it's like, oh, shit. Well, oh, now I can escape. Oh, God, it's awful out here. There's like monsters and stuff. But then he finally does escape and, and he gets out of prison and he's like, nice. Finally, free <laughs> forever. And then we pan out and it's all he's still in prison. And it's basically they put him in the Matrix and they're like, well, he'll be here for life. But at least he thinks he's free. And it's really kind of upsetting and sad. It's incredibly yeah. upsetting. Like from one perspective, I guess, you know, I mean, that that gets to that central question of the Matrix where it's like, you know, is it really that bad? Like if you never know the difference, is it really that bad? But yeah, I, I don't know. Th- those those Twilight Zoney uh, Watcher features have been kind of at least fun to to, to speed read, I guess. I think it's fun if we read them and then we tell Rory about them. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, so why don't you tell Rory about the gargoyle man? The the elevator pitch. Okay, so I skimmed that one. I didn't read it. Yeah. <laughs> let me let me flip to it and I'll give you the gist. Hang on. <clears throat> okay, so basically Rory, um there's like a dog that has makeup on <laughs> And then there's this person playing Stop, music. Stop, you've already hit gold. No. <laughs> there's there's th- this dude playing music, but like he's ugly. And then everyone's like, you can't be here because you're so ugly. And then he goes into the center of the earth. And then they're like, wait, play music for us. And it's the most beautiful thing they've ever heard. And then he's happy. Done. Basically, the people he... in the center of the earth can't. They don't They don't see with their eyes. They see with yeah. their hearts. They see with their hearts. Oh, nice, dude. <laughs> so it doesn't matter that he's uggo. <laughs> speaking of might be time to find out speaking of or you know judging people by their looks let's go let's <laughs> cut to fuck Mary kill baby oh man yes welcome 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 to fuck Mary kill where you have one in the gun one in the bum and one who is the one <laughs> and today we're gonna talk about bubble beards Okay. Oh yeah, <laughs> bubbles. Bubbles. Today's today's stipulation is for all of the contestants on the fuck Mary kill. 
you have to imagine them having a beard made <laughs> entirely of bubbles. And it never Done. goes away, and it's always there. Okay. 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 All right. And so our our men's who have bubble they're beards. Always men. Is, they're not always men. <laughs> There's there been were, a couple. Ten and Niles been in there for sure, right? But that, that might be the only lady. True. And to be no. fair, to be fair, especially in this era, it does feel more fair to play this game with men. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> well, and, and also, like, I mean, how many, how many, like, prominent female characters do we really have in these? Uh, I know yeah, we saw Black wrong. Widow for a hot second, but yeah, is that who that was? Was that Black Widow? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. So here, here is your fuck Mary kill list. Are you ready? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So first off. Obviously, Reed Richards. Okay, uh-huh, I know he, he was. Beard. Listen, Power he was player. only he was only the in the comic for one panel. It was only in the comic for one panel. It was enough. It was enough to have that bubble beard. <laughs> okay. Secondly, the stranger. Oh, okay. yeah. Right. Yeah. So, secondly, the stranger with a bubble beard, and then his third, bu- the bubbles of his beard are made of cosmic energy. <laughs> cosmic <laughs> energy bubble beard. And then thirdly is going to be Bordeaux of the Hidden Leaf Village. Oh, I was hoping for Manslayer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, so, so Bor- Bo- Bogor. Bo- Bo- Bordeaux. <laughs> Bor- Borby. Barbie. Borglow. <laughs> oh, man. So Bogor really redeems himself, and he seems like a real sweetie in the way that the other two aren't. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Reed does not, Reed's not cuddly in any particular way. Uh, he's married and he still doesn't give off married man energy. He's more about his tubes than he is about Sue. <laughs> he does um, love tubes. God, I love those tubes. And not even, yeah, not even Sue's tubes or, or Sue's zones. <laughs> <laughs> Why is it always the negative zone? Why isn't it Sue's zone? <laughs> <laughs> When will it be Sue's tubes? <laughs> oh no, Sue's tubes, Sue's tubes. <laughs> okay, so so we got Reed, and then we have uh, the stranger. Who, uh, man, he's got. Uh, am I using this right? Am I using this right? Does he have zaddy energy? He he does. Thank he you. Good. Does. <laughs> Especially with a, the bubble beard. Hang on, you have to remember they, they all have yes, bubble yes, beards. Yes, they've got the bubble beards, and it's very good. I honestly, I think I like the look of the stranger the most in my head having a bubble beard. I, I I'm, I'm very into that, but I have empirical evidence that Reed does look great in a bubble beard. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't want to be biased towards the bubble beard that was actually in the issue. Mm-hmm. What well, do you that's think? That's a good Rory? point. Um, so for me, I, I don't, uh, I don't need, uh, I guess I don't find the strong male fig, like the strong male authority figure particularly attractive. Mm -hmm. Uh, I don't think that I necessarily want to fuck or marry, uh, the stranger. Okay. I think I think I got it. It's it feels a little bit it feels a little bit silly. Not silly. It feels a it feels a little bit um basic, I guess. And and I'm trying to picture him in the fun bubble in the fun bubble beard, but <laughs> I just don't think I don't think it does it for me. Okay? Okay. So you so you kill him. I think I have to. I think in okay. this case because how do you not fuck Reed Richards, the elastic man who can make himself into any shape? Uh, <laughs> Yep. You got to do it. You've yeah. just got to do it. I feel like we don't um, talk enough about Reed Richards' bedroom shapes. Yes, he's definitely got he's definitely got a list of go-tos. <laughs> I've he got like a lot a, of really good Yelp reviews on these. <clears throat> he's a little book he wrote for it. <laughs> <laughs> Some simple diagrams you can reference real quick. <laughs> 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 you know, sometimes guys talk about making the alphabet with their tongue. Well, Reed Richards makes the alphabet with his body. <laughs> I'm. He can do. Dead. He can do. He can do the formula of pi with his body. <laughs> to how many digits? All ten how of many my digits. Dig- you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> 
Is Shane, have, we, have we lost Shane? Is he gone? Is he I, dead now? I was just letting you guys go. I was just letting you guys go a little bit. Um, All right, who do, you, who do you marry? Boy, I think I, th- I think you guys got to marry, uh, you know, uh, Ber- Birdzilla. Yeah. Because <laughs> he's a sweetie. He is a sweetie. <laughs> he really is. I honestly, honestly, I think I marry Bogor. Because yeah, the stranger Reed. has like bitch energy. You know what I mean? Like, I don't need that in my life every day. Yeah. yeah. The stranger's a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, uh, I kill, uh, I kill Reed. I fuck That's stranger fair. and I, and I marry Bogor. Okay. Of the right. Hidden Leaf Village, and Andy and also I are if it if it mattered, Hidden Leaf Ninjas. <laughs> if it, I mean, I uh, if it mattered, uh, the, the sort of like hideous figure of of uh, uh, Count Bacula <laughs> is sort of hidden underneath that fun bubble beard. Remember, that's true. Yeah. Like he's probably yeah. a lot hotter with a bubble beard. Just saying. Mm-hmm. Uh, everyone's hotter with a bubble beard. Let's be real. <laughs> so Shane, are you are you of the same mind with me? I'm I'm of the same mind as Andy. I do I do have a full disclosure. I you okay. know I I was gonna put Manslayer, and I was gonna put Al. There's a lot of people to pick from. They're yeah. both they're both perfect and wonderful. <laughs> They'd skew the results. Yeah, it's not fair. Like it's not. <laughs> Sometimes you can't you, not you fuck can't, the manslayer. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> He's the perfect living plastoid. <laughs> <laughs> the dildo who walks among men. <laughs> Have you heard about this new invention called Watch plastic? Him. He flops around like Stan's funny books. <laughs> <laughs> He's firm and soft in all the right places. Oh no! <laughs> oh, I'm gonna pull the ripcord. Thank you, everybody, for listening. <laughs> this has been issue number 16 of the Infinite Backlog. So, so long as Earth itself endures, that flame shall burn. May you sleep in peace, Al Harper, for you have been a hero. Bye. Wait, we did kind of cut off Shane's fuck Mary kill. We can put it. We can. We can. Oh, I thought he sneak said it, it was back the same in. as mine. Oh, I don't know. He was kind of in the middle of his thought when when okay, I interrupted okay. and got, got a little gross. Oh, no, no, no. Pull that ripcord, baby. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>